nothing is more annoying for me when is when I leave a situation that was a hard conversation or hard experience. And I'm like, I should have did this. I should have did that. Should have, could have, would have next time. And it's, it's, it's over the past. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sister Stop Sulking podcast. I am your host, Natasha Talks Life. Welcome, welcome. If you are new here, welcome. This is the Sister Stop Sulking podcast, which is a safe space for women that are prioritizing their health, their goals, and their dreams. So welcome. If you find this episode valuable, if you find that there is something that you want to share, feel free to do that. Hit the like and subscribe button and subscribe to the channel so that you know when each episode is dropping. Okay, so let's get right into it. So for this month, the theme has been relationships and auditing your relationships. And so last episode I was on with my girlfriend and we talked about friendships and what is, a, what is a good friendship, the value of a friendship, um, friendship audits, are, are, your, are your friendships serving you? And today we're going to be talking about family relationships because although friendships, family relationships, romantic relationships, and your personal self-love relationship has a lot of things in common, there still are some differences when approaching each one. So for the theme of this month is relationships, all things relationship. And then the next episode, I have a special guest coming on who is going to be talking about romantic relationships. And so I'm excited for that episode as well. Um, so today let's get right into it. So as you know, each episode, I like to start with a quote. And so this quote says, the bond that links your true family is not one of blood, but of respect and joy in each other's life. And I, um, unknown, but I love that because a lot of times people look at family as being, you know, just your blood when you have friends that are family. And when sometimes you don't get along with your family or you may not speak to them um, regularly or you see them regularly, but a lot of times you may um, see your families at funerals or things like that. So that quote, um, the bond that links your true family is not one of blood, but of respect and joy in each other's life. So that's a segue into today. Today we're talking about family relationships and how to audit them and the importance of setting boundaries and conflict resolution and things like that. So I have my notes here in front of me. First, I want to talk about the importance of setting boundaries with your family. So boundaries is basically where you have a line in the sand because it allows people to know where they stand with you in your life. I would spread myself too thin. I didn't know how to say no. I was always something's in my eye. I was always um, putting others before myself. And so I lacked boundaries. But here, the importance of setting boundary is for um, the mutual respect, right? And knowing, okay, this is what works for me. This is what does not work for me. What works for you? What does not work for you? And I think you need to have boundaries with every person in your life. Um, you may need to have boundaries with your parents, 
with your um, friends, with your children, with your partner, like everybody needs to express boundaries. And so I remember when um, this, my place was getting renovated and we were building it out and everything like that. And once it was done, um, it was, it's nice. It was nice. It was brand new. Um, it was something that we had never did before. And so my parents were excited about it. And so they were sharing it or showing it to their friends until their, you know, and they were like, oh, I, I'm not home. They would, you know, show, bring them by the show. And I felt a little bit like a little violated, like my personal space, especially when I'm not there. What if I decide to leave my bra out? Like I have to make sure that my stuff is cleaned up and put away because I'm not sure if you're going to show the place. And now it only was for a short while because it was brand new, but I had to set a boundary and I had to express respectfully that I feel like this is a, an invasion of my privacy. It doesn't feel good to me. These people, I don't even, they're your friends, but they're in my space. I'm not even here. Or if I am here, I may not be appropriate and hear someone coming, you know? So um, they respected it. I actually took pictures and I sent it to them. And I said, you can show everybody you want. Because at that point it was brand new. All the furniture and stuff was in, but my personal stuff wasn't around. So they can show it. They can show the pictures. This is what we did. This is how it came out. And they respected that. And that also allowed me the peace. And I set the boundary and I was unapologetic about it, but it went over well because I was able to articulate my feelings and set those clear boundaries. And so that's the important of that is the respect, the mutual respect, and then also healthy communication. You know, setting the boundaries is also allowing for healthy communication. Whereas a person, if you're saying it in love, and you're setting your boundaries and you're standing 10 toes on that with love, a person, a family member should respect that. And they wouldn't look at it as like you are saying something wrong or doing something wrong in that way. So um, so that's one of the other things with setting boundaries is it's showing respect. And then it's also be, um, through healthy communication. And being able to, uh, uh, to articulate yourself in a way that is respectful, but also gets your point across and allows people to know where they stand with you. Um, and then the last one with setting boundaries is protecting your emotional well-being. And again, they kind of go together as one, like combined. But when, when you think about protecting your well-being, I felt a certain type of way each time somebody was knocking or I heard that somebody had sore and came by or they would come up to me and be like, oh, Tasha, your place is so nice. It's so cool. And I'd be like, you came to my place. <laughs> but my emotional, how I felt about it wasn't good. So when you're ha when the setting boundaries in your, with your family is important to pay attention to your emotional well-being. And that even goes with, you know, um, if you and a sister, a sibling or somebody has it out, paying attention to how you're feeling emotionally. Okay. Um, yeah. So now, so we've talked about like the importance of setting boundaries with family. And I think that setting boundaries with family is probably one of the harder things to do because your family is like, you're my sister, you're my daughter. Like I can say whatever, I can come over whenever I want. And yes and no, right? 
yes, I'm your daughter. Yes, I don't mind you coming over. But at times I do have those boundaries and I want to articulate that. Or yeah, you're my sister and we're super duper cool. We hang out. But there's times when I, I need you to understand my boundaries and I need you to respect my boundaries. So that is um, very important. Now, the next part to that is resolving conflicts. And when you think about resolving conflict, because there's always, especially with family, there's going to be conflicts. There's going to be disagreements. There may be, I mean, I, I would hope no physical, you know, um, altercations. Definitely, 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 definitely disagreements because everybody's different and everybody wants to be heard and everybody's feelings are what they are. And so, um, again, with resolving conflicts, you want to effectively communicate um, make sure that you're saying exactly like not holding what, like what you want to say or what you need to say, really having a real heart to heart and letting it out and letting it be known. Like, this is how I feel. This is how you made me feel, uh, you know, understanding that this is what it is and articulating yourself. Nothing is more annoying for me when is when I leave a situation that was a hard conversation or a hard experience and I'm like I should have did this I should have did that should have could have woulda next time and it's 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 over it's in past so being an effective communicator um I also find that sometimes when I know I need to have a hard conversation I like to like kind of play it out in my head on how I think it's going to go what could I say how could I articulate that just making sure that I'm not um, acting off of emotions. I'm really starting, I'm really thinking on what I'm saying and working through that in that way. So effectively communicating when resolving conflict, um, actively listening, which is such a hard thing for most people. Actively listening means that you are not thinking of a response. You are not thinking of a rebuttal. You are literally listening, showing them that you're listening with maybe a head nod or something like that. Just literally being present and listening to what they have to say. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is seeking compromise because we are two different people. We may not agree, but I know that I need to give a little, you need to give a little. So how can we compromise? Right. And then the Fourth thing is forgiveness. And I would even take it a step further is even apologizing, understanding that it's not about right or wrong. And you don't want to have these, um, continue the conflict, but you're trying to resolve it. So also understanding, seeing yourself and saying like, you know what, I apologize for that. And then I apologize too. And now you're able to move forward but genuinely forgiving them, apologizing when needed. And if someone is apologizing to you, forgiving them genuinely, wholeheartedly. And sometimes they may not even apologize and you still need to forgive because forgiveness is for you, not for the person. So resolving conflict with your family looks like effective communication, um, active listening, compromise and forgiveness. And then the last part to that with um having a family relationship audit setting your boundaries resolving conflict and then fostering healthy family communication and connections 
And this is, it seems simple, but maybe not. But fostering healthy family connections has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. So for example, if you're doing once a quarter cousins connections, like you're going out to dinner or going to someone's house or, you know, so, but just spending that quality time with your family um, is a very important piece. You're thinking about the relationship and the relationship audits. Um, the other thing would be support and encouragement. So if there's a recital, if there's a game, if there is a match or whatever, showing up and supporting your family will help to foster a healthy connection. Also encouraging them when you see that they're doing something great or you see something they're doing not so great, having that heart to heart with them. So it's very important that relationships are fostered, especially amongst, in my opinion, the young and the old, right? Or the young and the middle or the old and the middle, like fostering that relationship is very important at the different generations, right? So cousins that are the same age, same group, they kind of already established that at one point, right? But for the aunt to establish relationship with the niece or the nephew is, is very important. So quality time and the seeking the support and the encouragement is very important with fostering a healthy relationship with your family. Just to recap, we talked about importance of setting boundaries, right? Which is um, respect, healthy communication and protecting emotional well-being. And then we talked about resolving conflict, which is effective communication, active listening, compromise and forgiveness. And then lastly, we talked about fostering healthy family connections with quality time and encouragement and family support. I was telling my cousin this the other day, my family on both sides is huge, right? And I remember um, the older, the elders, the ones that were orchestrating the family reunions, right? And we haven't had a family reunion in a little bit. Granted, a lot of this had to do with COVID, but the family reunion starts with the older, with the the elders, right? And as they are um, passing on and going to meet Jesus, <laughs> um, it's getting like where no one is picking up the torch. It's not, it's not anyone, and no one is feeling like, oh, I need to keep this going. And then also with the family dynamics, you have the elders, their children, their children's children, our children, right? And some of, uh, some of our children have children, not me, thank goodness, but it just becomes so broad and I always say like, it's very, for me, it's very important for my kids to know their cousins. And it's very important that we start to get back into that. And then I'm like, dang, am I the, the generation that's supposed to pick up the torch now? And I, I am. And so it's definitely important, right? To continue the legacy, continue to build and continue to congregate and celebrate with each other to keep the family going and to keep everyone and and knowing each other, not like, oh, do you know cousin so-and-so? No, never saw him before in my life. Like, so um that definitely got me to thinking too. That definitely got me to thinking.
what you know how 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 does that look and what role do I want to open up myself to in making sure that this well 2024 that there was some type of family reunion and how can I contribute to that so that is pretty much the family relationship audit and looking at your family and seeing are these things do you implement these things in your life are you effectively communicating have you forgiven your family um do you have boundaries if not how, how do you start that what does that look like and really looking at the family dynamics and seeing how you can improve it how can you individually and maybe collectively with your family with conversation with some of these tips improve it as well so before I go, um, I want to end, you know, I always end with a declaration, a mindset declaration. And so this one says, I only allow acceptance and understanding in my heart. I am here because I value family. My children are growing up knowing the love of family. So those that is the um the mindset declarations for today. I hope this episode helps you. Again, if you have not checked out last week's episode on friendship, is it time for a friendship audit with my special guest, my ride or die, Nikki. And to, uh, next week, we have a special guest that is coming on regarding romantic relationships and how to audit those to um how to make meaningful connections and also how to identify those red flags so if this episode gave you some information helped you to think click the like button please subscribe if you are driven and you feel like this was even better than you thought or very op- eye-opening please leave a five-star review if you um if you will but um, that is it for this episode. I want you to be well, to be blessed, and to know that your past does not dictate your better future. Till next time.